Underroad Podcast, telling the stories of the South Texas racers from the past and present. Hello, my name is James Parks, and welcome to the Thunder Road Podcast. We're here at the Top Hat Signs and Design Studio. I'd like to take a moment to thank our sponsors, Proline Fabrication, 112 Bodies, SNS Monuments, and of course, Top Hat Signs and Designs. If you or anyone you know would like to advertise on our show, please don't hesitate to send us an email. The email address is listed below. Today we'll be talking to Memphis Villarreal. The Villarreal family has been a big proponent of local racing in the Coastal Bend area. The family has raced for many years. Uh, Memphis's dad, his brother, his uncles, the whole family has been involved. Uh, Memphis is a chip off the old block. He's got a opportunity uh, to race uh, some, some dirt cars. He's got opportunity to race some uh, asphalt cars, uh, late model stuff, modified stuff. He's going to tell us his story today. He's going to tell us a little bit about how that came about. Uh, he's going to give us some insight on what he has going on. He has some really big news, and as a local racer, we need to support him. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Like I said, your dad raced uh, asphalt uh, around this area for a long time, but tell us about you. How did you necessarily get involved? You're watching your dad race. You just kind of went from there. Oh, yeah. So, uh, you know, just my brother and uh, actually both my brothers were racing and also my cousin was racing over at Central Texas Speedway when that place is open and uh, I had the chance to race a ba an Inex Bandolero. So How that, old were you when you did that deal? I believe 12. That 12. was back in 2013. So you were running Bandoleros at 12? Yeah. So, and then you just jumped right into like a super late model? No, we uh, actually got into an Allison Legacy car the year after that and um, we won a quite a bit of races that year. So. And where was that at? At, at Central Texas Central, Speedway. So that and, was in Kyle? Yeah, and Houston. And then um, my dad thought it'd be a good idea to put me in a pro truck in the last race of the season. We did a... We did pretty good. I so still had that work. Y'all just walked outside and boom, there was a pro truck. Yeah. So my brother, uh, Mark was racing one at the time. And for some reason he couldn't go to the racetrack. And my dad was like, why don't you race it? So we uh, changed the seat and stuff. And I still hang it over their heads today that I did better than he did. I, I finished <laughs> on the lead lap. It's and, the brotherly love right there. Yeah. So, so after the, after the truck deal, where did that lead you? Yeah. My dad thought it was a great idea to buy me a, a modified. So we, uh, we did that. We ran decent and we kind of, tore up a lot of stuff what kind of modified was it it was a left-hander chassis the pro modifies the run so that i was kind of racing against you know the, the best of the best bailey curry was racing um yeah but those guys make you who you are you're oh only, yeah you're only as good as who you race and if yeah. you're racing against the best you're, it's gonna make you the best yeah exactly so i kind of got thrown into there then um midway through the season we got a prolate model so then once again i was racing with you know austin self and bailey so when curry. you say you got a prolate model tell us how did how did that transition happen oh um, like because because the driveway's getting full with yeah. the truck and the dirt car <laughs> and the bandolero yeah like, so i'm sure we got rid of a lot of stuff you know to get in the modified the sacrifice so yeah. sacrifices that your family sacrifices your dad made yeah. to, to get you where you're at family and friends it's, it's all of those oh, sacrifices yeah. to get you to where you're at yeah yeah, so we did that, and we did really good. The first race, we ran second to Bailey Curry. And where and, was that? In Kyle, Texas, Kyle. at Central Texas Speedway. And you know, we ran the rest of the season in that. We did pretty good, you know, for my first time. First few races in one of those cars, so especially in some heavy competition. So after that, you kind of met up with Max and joined that team with Max, as well as doing the local dirt racing stuff? Yeah, or? so um, after that, the um, as a lot of people know, Central Tech Speedway closed down, so we had about a year off trying to figure out what we wanted to do, and um, the Pro Truck Series was kind of the biggest thing at the time, so yeah. we got rid of the late model and went Pro Truck Racing um, with Stephen Davis. He's kind of like the guy over there in Alabama at the 
So he got you started in the truck? Yeah, so he, he built us a truck and, you know, everything was going good. We raced a few, as much as possible because we had to travel to Florida or, Pens- or Alabama to race. So we did really good in that and um, kind of took a lot of time off from asphalt racing to, you know, it was really expensive. Everything's expensive, but um, to run that was just crazy. So uh, we went dirt racing and got into the sport mods or limited modifieds i think you got a sport mod feature win if i remember right like second second first or second rattle out of the box you you won the show yeah so we had a really good car from uh 89 motorsports stevie put us put together a really good car for us that was that was really fun that's cool i I remember that night but no the the 89 motorsports group they they are uh, uh they are a group to be reckoned with they put together great equipment but at the same time you had to wheel that car so so don't cut yourself short on that deal so after the uh, the sport mod feature win you won the sport mod race your second your second time out yep i don't think y'all kept that car very long i think y'all sold I it. it for a while yeah. did you yeah okay, i wasn't wrecked sure it really bad you wrecked it really yeah, bad all right let's yeah. talk about that yeah. did you ever get in the way and get up on the wall and roll over for everybody uh base almost all right yeah no i i won't go into too many details how that happened but you did know. you have help no, I was probably trying to help somebody else, you know, get into the... Keeping it real. Yeah. Keeping so it real. I'm going to be completely honest there. Probably, you know... Hey, that's all right. Just, that's what this podcast is about, getting the stories out there. You know, so. I was just trying to return the favor and, you know, it didn't work out. Did you get way. a fine? Were you ever fined? No, I think the car being, you know, almost junk was our fine. So, lesson. Yeah, no, after All right, that. so after the, after the sport mod deal, you won the feature. Yeah, you rattled some cages, apparently. <laughs> yours and others it sounds like that's all right where did you go from there um we had a brand new factory stock sitting there in the shop and you know after i tore up that car they thought it'd be a great idea to put me in it so something with fenders yeah so we did that and we ran uh it's always best to put a guy that's going to tear some shit up in something with fenders yeah so we went to edna the next weekend and i passed dalton faulkner and i was like man i'm pretty good at this because you know at the time he still is really good but that, at that time, he was winning everything. I passed him, and he passed me right back here in second. But. No, anywhere Dalton goes, he's fast. You guys have had some run-ins. I don't know where y'all stand on that now, but uh, when you guys are there, it's always uh, it's always something to watch because if those two cars are anywhere close, it's going to be a show. Oh, yeah. No, he's a, he's a pretty good guy. I have him on Snapchat now, so I think we're pretty good friends. Um, I don't even have Snapchat, so I don't even know what that is. No, he's, he's a tough competitor, but we just race hard, so... So tell us a little bit about your factory stock deal. I'm a big destroyer guy. Destroyer guy. Daryl Campbell's my guy. I know you got your guy. Who is your guy? Who uh, do you guys use on your factory stock stuff? Uh, Ryan Powers. He's out of Cannondale, Texas. He builds He's right down the road from Daryl. Yeah. Might be looking at some photos. Yeah. Might be doing Daryl might be looking at photos. Uh, Daryl's old, man. He's like <laughs> me. I don't know that he does a whole lot of technology unless it's a Polaroid. <laughs> <laughs> no, he builds some really good cars. He don't build very many of them. No, Ryan, yeah. Ryan Powers, uh, his name is known uh, across the state of Texas. Uh, he is out of the Kennendale area. He does build some very fast hot rods, does some very nice work, some very nice equipment. Yeah. And you guys are huge for him. You guys winning races. You guys putting on a show. You guys, as we said, keeping it real. Yep. Keeping his name out there, keeping that, as they call the dirty 30, the black yep. car in, in the limelight, like keeping that stuff out there. I'm yep. just busting your balls, but oh, yeah. you, you already know. It's nothing yep. you don't know. Yeah, no, he uh, he built some really great products for us. He helps me out a, a whole lot. You know, me and him go back and forth on setup ideas and stuff quite a bit. So, um, you know, he's told me some things to do, and he's really helped me out a lot and learn a lot about these cars. You care to pass any of that stuff on to any of the listeners racing factory stocks? Maybe some chassis tips, some lessons from uh, 
from Memphis here. Maybe a small fee, you know. Maybe a small fee. Well, <laughs> yeah. uh, get in contact with the podcast page, and uh, we'll we'll fix you up and get in a hold of uh, some speed secrets, some some tech t- tech secrets from Memphis here. Yeah, maybe another episode. Maybe maybe we'll have a whole episode for that. So tell us about some of your accomplishments. Tell us some of the things you've done. I know you've been following the asphalt circuit as well as racing locally. You're always a competitor uh, on the local level. I actually call you Memphis Villarreal because you do keep it real. I mean, you're going to put on a show. You're going to be a competitor wherever you go. Tell us about some of the accomplishments. Tell us about some of the races. Tell us about some of your adventures. But also tell us about what you have going on for you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, recently in the last few years, you know, asphalt racing, it's a lot more expensive than, you know, the stuff we do here at dirt racing. So I've been working with a lot of different teams, uh, specifically Max over in McAllen. I'm just trying to work to get opportunities to race and race whatever I can. So uh, tell us what Max does. What, is, what does Max do? Yeah, so he has a development team. He gets um, drivers from, you know, Mexico or wherever right now. He has drivers from, you know, all over the country and, you know, the world basically you know from different parts of the world so he kind of develops them and helps them get their foot in the door here in uh, the states and i was lucky enough to be a part of his team um so are you are you helping those guys with setups and advice on what to do i mean you've got a lot of laps under your belt how are you helping max's program and helping those guys as well as he is helping you yeah yeah i still um i still work for him you know off and on so i work on all the cars and it's definitely, you know, a learning curve, you know, he's helped me develop, you know, working on race cars and making my own stuff better. So it's just, you know, I've been trying to grind as much as possible. And luckily, you know, other people seeing me do that has led me, has led uh, other opportunities for me to race for, uh, you know, uh, Sotex Motorsports and stuff. What do you think one of the biggest things you've learned in working with Max and that development program? What is one of the biggest things that you've learned uh, in that situation? Oh, yeah. Um you know, just hard work makes every little difference you can make in a race car, you know, just having, you know, good stuff, the top of the line stuff, you know, all that stuff goes together really good whenever everything is done right. So, you know, just he's helped me do that and, you know, do stuff the right way. So going by what I've read on the internet, looks like you've run some truck races uh, at Mobile, at Houston. Uh, where else have you run that deal at? Yeah, I've ran some over in Pensacola. That's about the only three tracks they run, you know, so that's a really competitive series, more like a, a spec series, you know, with like motors and parts wise. So so is it you and JD, just you doing that deal? Like, like how does that situation work? Yeah, JD's been uh, employed with Max too. Um, now he works for the NASCAR Craftsman Truck team. I'm going to be racing force so um just uh you know a lot of hard work goes into that stuff cool deal so y'all have both uh, basically moved away you've left the nest i guess as they say <laughs> you've moved off to to follow your dream and as i was talking to you earlier you're kind of leaving your family behind uh you got your your new fiance this is a big this is a big venture for you what do you do what do you do now to, to make sure that you can instill or what you need to do now to instill that you can follow that dream. This is a huge, this is a huge deal. Not everybody gets this opportunity. Oh yeah. We're just working hard and I hope all this time away from everything and everyone's, you know, sacrificing all this works out at the end of the road, you know, so just working hard every day whenever we're over there and trying to make relationship with, you know, different people and trying to create more opportunities for myself. Um, so you got some super late model experience. You got some pro late model experience. I'm not a huge asphalt guy, but those sound like huge undertakings. Um, what, what do you what do you feel was was uh, 
the the straw that broke the camel's back? What do you feel like was the thing that got G2G to to be interested in you? Oh yeah, I think it's just, you know, the same thing, you know, that that I do with Max, you know, we just working hard and you know, I, I could bring, you know, working in the shop to the table and uh, even at the racetrack when I'm not racing, you know, so um you know, they a lot of money goes into that type of racing and stuff. So, and you know, there's drivers out there that just show up and race and have nothing to do with it. So, um, I tell, think, tell us a little bit about the G2G deal. So, what does your schedule look like? What opportunities do you have ahead of you? Um, so far, we have Martinsville and uh, hopefully Kansas after that. You know, everything everything takes a lot to you know lock in these races and all that. So, so far, I think we have six races or seven races that we're doing for sure. Um, it's just figuring out when and where. So, but um, Martinsville, April fourteenth, will be the first race we do, and I'm looking forward to that. I think you're going to be on TV in front of the in front of the world and everybody. I mean, right now we're breaking the ice, getting you on the podcast, kind of getting you a little feeler of it. But then you're going to be on the on, on like in out in the wild, as they say. You're going to be out there in front of in front of everybody. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely going to be different. You know, race on different types of races where there's a lot of people watching but you know that being on national tv it's going to be a, you know different you're going to want to perform on the the highest you can well good deal good to have you uh we wish you the best of luck here's the deal guys love them or hate them memphis is here memphis puts on a show wherever he goes honestly the kid is just driving his heart out he's got to put everything on the line every lap to get his name out there that's why i say love him or hate him you got to give the kid credit he's trying he puts the hours in He's made the effort. He's made the commitment. Uh, and I wish you the best of luck. Hopefully this deal works out for you. Oh, yeah. If not, I'll be here uh, back dirt racing something. So uh, Some of the competitors may not like that. But as I said, <laughs> you keep it real. So. Oh, yeah. As a checkered flag flies on this episode, I'd like to take the time to thank uh, our guest, uh, Memphis Viral, taking time out of his busy schedule. He came here. He, he talked to us on our podcast, and he kept it real. As well as I'd like to thank our sponsors, Top Hat Signs and Designs, Proland Fabrication, 112 Bodies, and SNS Monuments. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe, and thank you for tuning in.